0: Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God even as you listen. Be blessed. Within the veil and outside the camp. Come within the veil and go outside the camp. Come within the veil. Quickly. When we say within the veil, what do we mean by the veil? In the tabernacle, God has always wanted to be with his people. You were created to have fellowship with God. You were created oh, to be the channel of God's expression on earth. So God created us to be his reflection. So when he created man, before he created man Genesis, he said, let us create man in our own image and our likeness. All right, our image. So when you see the image at least, it gives you an understanding of the object. If the image, the object is round, the image will not be square. If the object is tall, the image will not be short. And so he said, let's create man in our own likeness, in our image. And he said, "That's, that's not all. He said, and let them have dominion over the earth over everything we have created so remember that is the creation mandate the intention of creation is one that you will we will be like god all right that's reflection of god and we will have dominion that is authority and rulership all right so we were created to reflect god and we were created to be, ha- be in dominion so reflect god That's priesthood you look at us and you see god and to have dominion, God has authority, God has power, and he, de- he delegated us, he, gave us his, uh, 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 he created us and gave us authority over the earth so that God doesn't have to come on earth to create a car, make a car. God doesn't have to cut money. Everything is being done here. So he created us to take charge. But something happened. We, there's no way we can exercise that Bandit, that dominion mandate, there is no way we can exercise it when the channel, okay, the source of power, the source of flow has been disco- disconnected. Now, the only thing that spoils our relationship with God is sin. And so God said, just so, Bible said, says, well, God created them, and God, every now and then, God will come into the Garden of Eden. He actually made a special place, a garden called Garden of Eden on the earth, and he placed man there. And then he said, and every the Bible says, in the cool of the day, God will come and have fellowship with them. So that was what God has always wanted. God has always wanted to be with us, to spend time with us. So you'll find out one day as you grow in the Lord that when everything is over, heaven and earth earth has passed away. Bible says, then I saw the new heavens. And not only heaven, and the new earth. And so we are going to come back on the new earth. And God himself Bible says that and God the tabernacle of God will be with them There will not be the need for Sun There will not be the need for moon because the Lord and the lamb shall be their light shall hallelujah So God created us so he can spend time with us But the, the problem is sin entered and Romans chapter 3 verse 23 said for God all have sinned and fallen short say short short, short of what? Of the glory. Say glory. I wish I was preaching on glory. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so what we were created to manifest, we couldn't manifest. What we were created, your phone falls in water and it stops receiving calls. Your phone falls in water and you wash it in a washing machine and it, it just stops functioning. Everything goes wrong. The phone cannot function, even though uh, uh, You are asked, what are you holding? It's a phone, but the phone can't function anymore. It has fallen short of what? <laughs> falling short of uh, 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 Apple phones. It has fallen short of what it's supposed to do and so because of sin we fell short and we couldn't function And so every, uh, I like this one. Every evil thing came in murder, stealing, jealousy, hatred, unforgiveness, wickedness uh, bitterness and, uh, and envy, animosity, all everything. If anybody has done anything against you before in life, it is because that is how man has become. Remember, it's not it's not people who did something against you that 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 is really a problem. You have also done something against not one, not two, not three, but against many. Because so when we talk about people who do bad things, you and I we are number one. <laughs> so in effect. We all have the propensity, the proclivity, the tendency to be able to do something very seriously stupid. Seriously stupid. No human being is better than the other. No. You know, so God looks at the script, he said no. This thing is not helping the guys. Because every time you come, he uses use this to assess you. The written documents, the law, his standard, he'll use it to assess you. Okay. But he's, he's trying to check you fail. Everyone comes. You have tried. Everyone is failing. So God say, no, this human beings, these things can't help them. And he, ch- he scrapes the system and institutes a better system. If I were you, i will be shouting hallelujah by now. Scream mercy. Mercy. Scream mercy. Mercy. So God has always wanted to be with his people, but the problem is that we are just too messed up because of sin. And it's always what so what he did was he formed, he called Abraham. Who watched this? Who couldn't have a child? By by biologically, there's no way he could have a child. And God himself spoke a word, and the word became empowerment to enter Sarah's room through Abraham. Okay so as it were it's Abraham's natural seed but it became real because of the word that was spoken and that seed met Sarah conceived Sarah too couldn't have conceived but that seed when they conceived watch this and when Isaac was conceived it went on Isaac had two children but the one of the promise which is Jacob Jacob so the thing passed the the, the grace that was upon Abraham the calling was Abraham Went to Isaac, went to Jacob. And then from Jacob, we have the 12 tribes of Israel. So watch this. The 12 tribes of Israel. Now watch it. And they went to, to Egypt where they multiplied. They became a nation. God brought them out. He said, Moses, tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may worship me. And then when they came out, God did everything. The Bible says he brought them out. And outstretched arm. When they came out, now the first thing, Moses they said to Moses, Moses, now build me a tabernacle build me a tabernacle so that i can dwell tell the children of israel exodus chapter 25 from verse 1 tell the children of israel that they make me a tabernacle that i may dwell verse 3 that i may dwell in their midst so god has always wanted to dwell in our midst he had always wanted us to come to him be with him all right but there's no way any man he told moses moses said i want to see your face he said no no one can see me and leave no man why because you are in a different realm. Because of sin too, you can't see me. You can't see me. So angels were watching, watching this and they knew, oh no, this one, it has spoiled the plan. Man and God cannot meet. And yet God created man so that he can have be with him. And there's a problem. And so God said, no problem. There is, I have a lamb which has been slain before the problem came. This is the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the earth. And so there has. before you fell into the problem, God has a solution to bring you out. Watch this. God didn't tell them to fall into the problem. It was their own stubbornness. It was their own desires. Bible said, if saw that the fruit was good for food. It was good to the eyes. Good for food. And a tree that will make one wise got it and beat it and gave a husband man let's get on with it and so their own desires moved them into that problem however in spite of the fact that it was their own desire God covered them up and did something about it to bring them back in that is the God we are talking about He's a God of mercy it's not just a God the Bible says that his anger endures for a moment But he is rich in mercies, so God can be angry, but his anger is very short, short-lived, It is but his mercies endures for how long? His mercies endures for how long? His mercies endures for how long? And so he, he gave them the tabernacle, watch this, the tabernacle was a symbol or a sign of God's presence in his people. So you can't just go around the tabernacle, the tabernacle was like the symbol of God's presence. This is how it was. The tribe of Israel, they encamped in thre- threes. Three here, three here, three here, three here. And in the middle, they erected the tabernacle. So the tabernacle was in the middle so that they could all come and, and have fellowship with God. right? Now, in the tabernacle, this is the outer court of the tabernacle. And the outer court has only two... Each, each, um, and then this is the inner court. Yes. But the inner court has got another inner chamber. Oh. And that inner chamber is the holies or holy place or most holy place. Yes. In the midst of God's people, he was always there. But as there was a part of the tabernacle which nobody could enter or no one was allowed to go in. Nobody, because that is the actual presence of God. But human beings can't go there. Because, do you know why? Sin. Sin destroyed the relationship, marred the relationship, raptured the relationship, or fractured the relationship Such that there was no way we could go back there. If, your, if your, your bones have been badly shattered, your leg bones, badly shattered, there's no way you can run on it. It, it must be fixed before you can walk on it. And so, that because of the sin problem, we can't come in. The priest can come in the, into the holy place but they can not go into the holies of holy and there's a curtain between the outer court and the holy place so if you are coming to the holy place first of all you have to go past the first curtain and come to the holy place and that's the, only for the priest only for the priest so if you are not a priest if you are not a priest you can't go there other than that you'll be striked dead because that's god's private space you can't violate god's private space by just going when he hasn't called you in and so who, who goes into the inner place, the inner court? Only the Christ. priests. So the priests who can go there and perform their functions, that's what Zachariah, John the Baptist's father, was doing. Right. While the people were outside the temple, he was inside doing something. But then, outside this place, you, no one, no one, completely no one, apart from the high priest, and even that, he goes there once a year. So now the high priest is the only one who once a year, you are going there for a purpose. He's going with blood to go and ask God for forgiveness of sins for the people so that God can still hang around them. They can still hang around God because you can't hang around God with sin. And so he has to go there once a year to go and appease God. It's called propitiation, to to, uh, propitiate God, to appease him with blood of a lamb that has been slain. So you take the blood there. Ask God, forgive me first, okay, and then forgive your people. And God, because He's a God of mercy, He was always looking for grounds to show mercy. God has always been looking for grounds to show mercy. So when He saw the blood, in fact, it is called the mercy seat. As I'm speaking, I think it would be good if you open to um, Hebrew chapter nine. It's called the mercy seat. Everybody say mercy seat. Mercy. Say mercy seat. Mercy. Hmm. So. Are you in Hebrews chapter 9? All right. Look at verse verse 3. Let's let's get to verse 3. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 3 says that. Let's start from verse 1. It it makes sense. Then verily the first uh, covenant had also ordinances of divine service and uh, in a welded sanctuary. So welded sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made. The first. Wherein was the candlestick. So when you go within the first part, the holy place, there was the candlestick, okay? Where it was, the candlestick and the table and the sh- uh, um, sh- shoe bread. Shoe bread actually means face bread. Shoe bread, which is called the sanctuary, okay? So that's the first part. And then verse 3 says that after the second veil, so this is the first veil, the priest comes behind the first veil and does business here. And when he finishes, what does he do? He goes out. If you are a high priest, you, the priest can stay here, but the high priest can go behind the second veil. So this is a high priest, and the high priest can go behind the second veil. This is the veil. So it goes behind with the veil within the courts. Okay. And what's there? What's supposed to be there? The place called Holy of Holies, but what's supposed to be there? God's presence. But, so all right now the question is when you go there. What do you see if God is there? What do you see there will be an object there to see all right now? Let's see it's in, your, in your Bible verse 4 talking about the holies of holies of all which had the golden sensor now I'll explain the holies of all had the golden sensor The golden sensor was not inside the holies of all it was just at the curtain or the veil before the veil But that leads you directly into the hole so you don't have business going around the incense altar if you are not going inside the holy of holies. So the incense altar introduces you to the holies of holies. The incense altar st- typifies uh, Christ, okay? It, typic- it stands for Christ, and then our prayer is the incense. So without Christ, your prayers can't go to God. V- verse 4, um, it says the holies of all which had the incense altar and the ark of the... Covenant overlaid run about with gold gold signifies this the nature of God Wherein was the golden pot that so inside now the Ark of the Covenant say ark of the covenant. ark of the covenant The Ark of the so guess what when you go inside the holies of all you don't see anything apart from one object That's all and the, that one object is what the Ark of the Covenant and inside the Ark of the Covenant there are three objects all right, quickly look at it. And inside the Ark of the Covenant, so verse 4, okay, which are the golden, uh, wherein was the gold? golden pot, the golden pot that had the manna, and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant. Verse 5, watch this, over it, the, the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat. Part of the Ark of the Covenant, the design is, it has Special angels called cherubims, and they have covered, they are like this with their wings. Inside the ark, when you open it, what do you find inside? The golden pots which had the manna, the arrows rod, and then the the, tablet, the tables of the covenant. And on top of it, on top of it is called the mercy seat. So they cover the lid of the. The lid of the ark is the mercy seat. When you lift the lid, what do you find? The three objects. Does that make sense? Now, that is the only thing in the holies of holies. The only thing. So, w- the high priest, when he goes there, what he does is he takes the blood and pours it on the mercy seat. And that's his job, and then gets out. So, he just takes blood. But why blood? Because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. So for God to be able to show mercy and work with that, blood must come. Uh, is God that blood testy? No, not that God is blood testing. Not that God is, but blood stands for life. So when they said blood was shed, that means life was killed. People, lives were being, so blood, that's why he says shed his blood. means that he gave his life. All right. And the blood is what, says, it's like, okay, let, let, let me show you why blood. Because the Bible says that the soul that sins must die. Ezekiel 18 to 2. The soul that sins. So what's the, what's the penalty for sin? Yeah. He told Adam, and if the day you, you eat this, you will die. All right? The day you eat this, you will die. So penalty for sin uh, was dead. The wages, of, uh, the, the wages of sin, Romans chapter 6 verse 23, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And so once you have sinned, what was the judgment? You must die. But God wants you to live. But his own law says you must die. But he wants you to live. His law says you must die. And God is a righteous God. He can't flout his law and still remain righteous. And so, to show that he, you are okay to come to him, something must die. And the blood must show that something has died. So, this one doesn't deserve the death. And so, for God to be able to have a relation with his people, the lamb must die, and the high priest must bring the blood to the mercy seat so that God can begin to show the people mercy. Somebody's receiving mercy. Shout Amen. Now, so, watch this. Watch this. So, the mercy seat was very important. So, Jesus Christ, the blood of you and a goat, which one is more valuable? She owes me 20 pounds. She can't give me five pounds and say, that's okay. Why? Because the value of 20 pounds is higher than five pounds. This value, the value of this is higher than this. So if you tear this or if you take this or misplace this, the only way you can make me at peace is when you give me equivalent or something more. Now, if I I misplace your five pounds and you begin to throw tantrums and I give you 20 pounds. Oh, I'll be cold. I'll be cold. So, this is what happens. Watch this. This is what happens. The blood of goats and bulls was what they were using temporarily. Mm. But it's less value than human life. said that the soul that sins must die. It's human life that must go, not the life of a goat. Mm. Now, if you can have anything higher than human life, he said, I'll take it. But the human life is the highest of every created life. And so now that means there was a problem. That means that the, the problem with sin cannot be resolved. Because there's nothing higher enough to stay, take the place. And then uh, unless you, the sinner, dies, then that must be justice. But God wants you to live so he can have a relationship with you. So there was a problem. When he said, I want to have time with my people, he had to institute this blood system so that the high priest can go into the holies of holies, place blood on the mercy seats, and God said, for now, it's covered. Not taken away, it's covered. So that was the only reason why the high priest could go into the holy of, other than that, he's not allowed to go behind the veil or within the veil. The, you, you don't go there. Why? Because that's where God lives. But why can't you go there? No, you are sinful. You can't come there. Qualification of the people, the, the ones who can enter the holies of holies. Number one, you must be a high priest. You must be a priest. Number two, hmm, thank you, Jesus. You can enter as a priest to go and present blood. You don't go without blood. Verse 7. Look at verse 7. Huh. I want to go to the outside the camp. Verse 7. Uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 7. He says that, For unto the second went the high priest alone once every year. How often? Once. How often? Once a year. Not without blood. So the high priest can't go there without blood. You are supposed to go there with blood. Watch this. Once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. Watch this. Verse eight. The Holy Ghost. This. Signify. Whilst that was going on, the Holy Ghost was trying to send a signal. Mm. The Holy Ghost, this signal—what was He signifying? That the High Priest would go once, once a year, into the Holy of Holies, not without blood. So every time he has to go, present blood for himself and for the people, and get out. Go there without. So that means that someone could go into the holies of holies, but you can't go and stay there because Holy Ghost is trying to indicate. Watch this. The Holy Ghost this signifies. What was He signifying? That the way. Someone say the way. the way. Say the way. The way into. Watch this. The, ho- the way into the holies of all was not yet made manifest, wh- uh, uh, while as the first tabernacle was still standing, yet standing. So that means that. No one can just go there or stay there because it was not yet ready for anyone to come there and stay there. That's what the Holy Ghost was signifying. By the fact that they will go there once a year and come out. Once a year and come out. He's saying that no, it's not yet the time to come and stay. So then who can go there and who can stay there? Number one, the one who goes there is the high priest. Number two, who can go there? We have to find out from the Bible. Who can go there and stay there? Chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5. Look at Hebrews chapter 5. I'll read from verse one. For every high priest is taken from amongst men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices who, who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way. For that he himself also is, is uh, compassed with infirmities. That's, he still have problems, faults. By reason hereof, He ought, as for the people, so also for himself to offer sins. And no one takes, watch this, to be a high priest, can you imagine, it's like someone says that um, you are the one who always goes to to meet the queen every morning to have tea with him. Now, how many of you accept that that's a very honorable position? That would be a very honorable position. Now, to be a high priest, to go into God's presence, that's very honorable. But Bible says in the verse 4 that no one takes this honor on himself. So you can't get there one day, okay, me too, now I can go there. No, you can't take it on yourself. All right, so no one takes this honor upon himself. Watch this, verse verse 4. No one takes this honor. What is the dishonor? The honor of being a high priest. No one takes this honor upon himself except him. Watch this, let's go, let's go. Verse 5, chapter 5, verse 4. No one takes this honor upon, and no one takes this honor upon himself, but he who is called of God, as Aaron was. So it's God who has to call you before you become a high priest. Now, in that same way, then Jesus could not just choose to be a high priest, because the one who appoints must appoint him. It's like someone inviting you to come to their party. You can't just get up and just go. I know in some places you could do that. So no one takes this honor upon himself except he who is called by God, just as Aaron. Watch this verse 5. Is it okay? We all read the verse 5 together. Let's go. I've begotten thee. Oh right. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whose ah, but he was, that's why he gave. But here he says that today I have begotten you. What is that today talking about? He said, today I have begotten you. Watch this, chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 5, all right? So it was God who said, thou art my son, today I have begotten you. And it didn't end there. And as he said also in another place, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So that was when he was declared to be a priest. He was declared to be a priest. When he was begotten, he begot him, and when he begot him, he said, Today I've begotten you, you are my son. Wow. And he said again that you are a priest. So, two qualification, you must be a son and a priest. Wow. It takes a son and a priest to enter the now. If you are not a son, a priest can do, a high priest can do once in a while. But to be in the presence, go behind the veil, you definitely must be a son. Now, so, but then, we Christians, First Peter, chapter one, verse three, tells us that we have become born again. First Peter chapter one verse three. Have you seen it? According as shall we already out loud? Is it okay to read it? First Peter one three. Let's go. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which, according to His abundant mercy, has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. He said, "Blessed be God who has begotten us again unto a lively hope." All right, blessed be, blessed be the God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which, according to His abundant see, mercy. Yeah. God is always looking for reason to show mercy. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, you don't have to turn to it, you can write. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 says that, but God, who is rich in mercy? God is rich in mercy, but He's not rich in anger. So I know some of you know God was angry with you, but I want you to know that God is rich in mercy. Amen. His mercies overrule His anger. Amen. There's a place in the Bible, sister, it says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful. Say, faithful. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. He's faithful and just to do what? To forgive that means that you can if when you confess your sin, he doesn't have right not to forgive you. He's faithful and just. If he doesn't forgive, it's unjust. Why? Because there is every ground for your forgiveness because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Do you understand that? He said, No, really, he said, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and the blood of Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So because of the blood, mercy has been extended to you and I. So is it everybody who enjoys the mercy? No. So what am I supposed to do to enjoy the mercy? That's why we are here. And I'm going to show you how to do, what to do to enjoy the mercy of God. Because if God says you okay, it doesn't matter what men say about you. If God said he's fine with you, forget about those who are not fine with you. Because it's God who blesses. It's God who bless? It. Let me just put this in. It is necessary. God will use human beings to bless you. So you better sort your relationships out. Don't disrespect, dishonor people, and be. Some people have so much faith they remove mountains and put in the path of others. We did the veil, and so Christ died and came to the veil. He, as I thought he was the only one who can come to the veil, watch this, and sorted out the sin problem. So the sin problem was no longer a problem, and he, he didn't come out, he went inside the veil. Where, where is the veil? What is within the veil? It's the God's presence. He went and he called the throne. He went and sat on the throne. He sat on the right hand of majesty. So he's now seated within the veil. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 20. He says that for, for for verse 19, 19, 19 Hebrews 6, 19, and 20. Let's look at Hebrews 6 19 first. Ah, Someone getting something. cook, cook, cook. I'm going to show you that you, you are meant to come to the presence of God. That's where breakthroughs are. Yeah. That's where breakthroughs are. Yeah. Uh, the... Within the veil. Someone is moving within the veil. Yeah. Someone is moving within the veil. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, it says that which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Both sure and steadfast, which enters into where we did it, which enters within the veil. Okay, so we have this hope. Watch this. We have this hope, and the hope goes the illustration I gave you it goes behind the veil into the where the into the holiest of holies. That's where our veil. But look at look at what he said about it. He said, One, our hope enters into the veil within the veil. Look at verse 20. Where the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest forever after the other. Say made. Before Jesus was born physically, he wasn't a high priest. He was not a priest. He was made a high priest. So the point, at which point in time was he made a high priest? He was made a high priest the same day when he was told, today I have begotten you. So he was made a high priest, and this high priest has entered the very presence within the veil, and he's there doing what? He's there interceding on our behalf. And guess what? Now he has the audacity to tell us in Hebrews chapter four, verse sixteen, that come therefore boldly. Watch this. This is what. This, this is the message. Come therefore boldly. Watch this. Watch this. Boldly where? where? Before what? Before what? God's throne is the throne of grace. In the Old Testament, it's the throne of judgment. When you go there, judgment is coming. But he said, when you come here, you are going to receive mercy. He said, come and receive mercy. It's in your Bible. Didn't you see it? He said, come boldly, therefore, come boldly before the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy. At this juncture, I know most of you may not understand what, what mercy is. There's a difference between grace and mercy. It's slightly different. Grace is giving me what I don't deserve. So I don't deserve that job. They gave it to me. That's favor. What, what about mercy? Mercy, don't give me what I deserve. I deserve a sack. I say, no, stay. I deserve judgment. He so, says, so, okay, that's fine. I, I spilled your milk. He said, don't worry, don't worry. That's okay, that's okay. I, I crashed the car. The insurance said, "Don't worry, we we'll still cover you." Yes. So mercy is being given what you don't deserve. God is supposed to judge. Some of you us know that God was supposed to judge us, yes. but mercy says no. Shout yes. hey. <laughs> Say hallelujah! Shout hallelujah. hallelujah! Listen, I stand here as a prophet, and I tell you that God is a God of mercy where you went wrong. I don't care what you have done wrong. I don't care where you have gone bad. God is a God of mercy. God is a God of mercy. And so just come to God. Don't stay away. Come to God. Come to God and you obtain mercy. Somebody's obtaining mercy. Somebody's obtaining mercy. Somebody's obtaining mercy. Share Mercy. Please be seated, be seated. Come, come, come. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He went, he went, and he sat down at the throne of majesty. And he said, where the forerunner? Say forerunner. Forerunner Forerunner means that the others who are coming after him. Then who are these others? I am. Remember, remember we just read Hebrew, 1 Peter chapter, chapter 1, verse 3, which says that, Blessed be God who has begotten us because of his abandonment, begotten us again unto a livelihood by the resurrection. So when Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, he opened the way for other sons to now also come. Yeah. Because you are a son. It takes sons to go to daddy. It takes sons to go to the throne of grace. It takes time, because of the resurrection of Christ, you and I can go straight into God's presence. Without fear of judgment. The question is, but what about the things I've done? Oh, blood has covered it. Because sin is history. Because sin is history. Sin is history. Because of the blood of Christ, sin has become history. So you can just boldly come to the of house. Now watch this, let me finish this. Huh. So he sat there. A forerunner has entered within the veil. He's there. Within the veil. And he said, come boldly. Come. Come. Now watch this. Watch this. Look at chapter chapter 10, verse 19. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 10, 19. Did you see what I'm seeing? Did you see what I'm seeing? Please, watch this. Watch this. He says, he says, Having therefore brethren, boldness to enter where? You can come. He said you can come. Do you know why you can come? Because the forerunner is there is there with his blood so the blood that signifies death you can go and not die because the blood has taken care of the death area. so he said watch this he said therefore Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 He says oh ooh, thank you Jesus who, who, who having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holies of holy? What should we do? I, watch this. I can time will not permit me. He said, How do we go there? By a new and what? Living. A living way. Say, way. way. Who is the way? Jesus. I am the way. He said, Jesus is a new way to come. Don't use the other means. Jesus is the new way. By a new and a living way. He's the way. Remember I read earlier on Bible says the Holy Ghost signifying Hebrews chapter 9 verse 8 the Holy Ghost signifying that the way into the holies had not yet been made manifest now, he said, come by a new and a living way. The Christian, the Christian faith was called, in Acts chapter 9, verse 2, it was called the way. In Acts chapter, chapter 19, verse 23, he says, the way. The Christian faith is called the way. Jesus himself stood. He said, I am the way. And he said, now, come into the presence through a, by a new and a living way, which has been consecrated for us, even Christ, through his flesh. Watch this. Watch this. Therefore, having therefore having boldness to enter the holies of holies by the blood of Jesus by a new and a living way which He has consecrated for us through the veil that is His flesh. Talking about Jesus Christ, and having a high priest over the house of God, our high priest is Jesus. Okay, watch this, watch this. What is supposed to happen? Let us do what? I can't hear you. think about it. He said, come near. Don't stay far from God. I know why you don't want to come. I said, this, this thing is too hard. No, it's not hard. Come near. Draw near. Tell someone, draw near to God. <laughs> Do you know why? Because we have a high priest already in the holies of holies with his blood. And this is a new and living way. So draw near. Draw, draw near. Christianity is about drawing nearer to God. Let us draw near, let us draw near. That is what it means that come within the veil, enter the veil, enter the veil, enter the veil. Enter the veil. Come closer, don't stay out. Yes. All right, don't, he sacrificed his life so that you can draw near. Watch this, I know what's on your mind, it's the sin that is on your mind. But sin is not on his mind. Wow. It's on your mind, and Satan is cashing in on that because you don't know what the document says. The document says if you are in Christ, sin is not a problem anymore. So just come near. Oh, but, but, but Lord, the things I've been doing is too bad. He said, just come near. Yeah. Why? All right, let me show you quickly. Hey, why? When you come into the Holies of Holies, what do you have in the Holies of Holies? The message, no, the, the, the message is just the late, the ark only one thing Jesus is the ark within the ark we have the manna food to eat manna we have the rod that baggage. that is resurrection life power power to overcome sin is in the holiness of holiness <laughs> you haven't eaten and yet you want to run you will faint so come and eat, Come, Your, the, the banquet is ready, dinner is ready. Just come in, the holies of holies, come in. After you have eaten, you have strength. You have strength, you have strength for, to take the next, next action. The next action which is, I haven't explained at all, but I need to quickly, I need to quickly. Hebrews chapter 13, are you ready for this? All right, verse 12. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffers without the gate or outside the gate. Where did he suffer? The gate. the gate of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city which symbolizes, um, it it, it symbolizes systems, human uh, geographical location. Okay, let me put the puppet back here. So Jesus suffered. Look at verse thirteen. Huh? Verse thirteen. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him outside the camp, bearing. What do we do? What do you go there? Watch this. Outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Anybody with a different translation? Quickly, louder. Therefore, Jesus also suffered and died outside the city's gate, mm-hmm. in order that he might purify and consecrate people. Verse thirteen. The verse thirteen. Verse thirteen says, "Let us go forth." From all that would prevent us to him outside the camp at Calvary, bearing the contempt and abuse and shame with him. Let us go to him outside. But he said, come inside the veil. But we have to go outside the camp. So first of all, you need to come inside the veil to receive the strength. Now go outside the camp. Bearing his reproach Bearing his reproach What does that mean? First of all the camp, you know what you want to know what the camp is then I'll end how many of you want to know what the camp is? Camp meeting, camp. He said go go to him outside the camp Mm. Come within the veil and go outside the camp What is the camp? I can show you the camp is clearly hidden. You can see it in Exodus chapter 33 Exodus chapter 33, Exodus 33, Exodus chapter 33, are you there? Yeah. 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 We're going to read from this, um, <laughs> verse 7, verse 7. This, this is when the, the people made the golden calf after Moses went to see God. And God told Moses, go down, the people have made the golden calf, they say you are not coming, and they are beginning to worship the golden calf. What, what, this, what's wrong with this? World? And God said, I'm going to... I'm going to get rid of them. And Moses said, please don't get rid of them. People will think you brought them out to come and destroy them. Moses interceded for the people. And Moses went down, and when he went, he saw what uh, they have done golden calf, chapter 32. He just destroyed everything. Verse 7. And Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it outside the camp. The tabernacle is a symbol of God's presence. He took it because the camp of the people have been polluted. He took the, the tabernacle, took it outside the camp. And Moses took the tabernacle, Moses took the tabernacle and pitched it without a camp, far off from the camp, and co- watch this, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out into the tabernacle, went outside of the camp to the tabernacle of the congregation to go and see God. Because this religious system is not helpful. Camp signifies religious systems. Human earthly systems so sometimes you can be in church, but this whole thing has become a camp Eclipsing Jesus anything that doesn't reveal Jesus is a camp There there are systems some of us have systems in our lives That now that you have become born again, you know, it distracts you from Jesus, but you are so used to it it always tags on you You are and you don't want to leave it. You don't want to leave that camp but the only way you can do it is when you have come within the veil Eating and receive strength so that you can come out of this you human... must now watch this when you come out of the camp there are physical and there are earthly consequences Sometimes people will laugh at you. Sometimes people will reject you. Sometimes people will hate you people will not like you They will call you all kinds of abusive names Some people will try and take advantage of you and all kinds of things suffer for Jesus that is what qualifies you. He says that if we, if we suffer with him, we will also be glorified with him. Second Timothy chapter 2, I think verse 12. If we suffer with him, we will also be glorified with him. So, go outside the camp. Some of us have become so religious, even though we speak in tongues. Religious. You are doing so many things, it's not even reflecting Christ. They come to church, and we say, is there anyone who wants to make a step for Jesus? You know God is talking to you. They don't want to come. They want to stay in the camp. But the resurrection has made it available, made all the blessings, the freedom, the liberties, the promotions available that you are supposed to take the bold step and go outside the camp. Sister, you have to make the decisions you have to make. Make those decisions. Sometimes they may look hard, but you have enough strength from within. Because Jesus is sitting on the throne, but He said we should come. Where? We are on earth. He's in heaven. He said, come. Come where? Come where? I've shown you what it means to come within the veil, and I've shown you what it means to come outside the camp. You go within the veil first to receive the strength so that you can have the boldness to step out of anything that is eclipsing Christ. Eclipse God in your work with Christ, or Christ in your, your... Any... I said that any... Watch this. Every worship of God without the enjoyment of Christ that is religion what's religion? the worshipping of God attempting to worship God without the enjoyment of Christ you are in religion you are in the camp Christ, God's purpose is for us to enjoy Christ come into the holies of holies and there is food inside we thank God for using his servant Reverend Dr. David Entry to share this awesome word if this message has blessed you in any way please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Karis Ministries. Stay blessed.